Society, no ma'am. Gotta go to a place like a shot in a beer, steak man. Saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right? Why do you drink ice cold beer on hot Mr. Clayman, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Welcome to the cave, everybody. My name is DK. I come to you via Windsor, Ontario, Canada, down inside my cave, uh, where right now it is beautifully air conditioning from, I swear, uh, what must be 110 degree temperatures out there. It is absolutely brutal, but we're going to cool things down or heat things up, one or the other. I do believe I hear Queens, New York calling. Indeed you do. Live from New York, this is Sir Big B. Uh, the place where jackasses get to climb buildings and make make a public spectacle of themselves. Yeah, we got to retract back to that in a minute. I do have a question about that. Let's uh, fly over to... Uh, I do hear London calling. Hello, this is London calling. Choo Choo Stew here. Good evening, gentlemen. Or good morning, England. He's he's looking very Americana these days. Well, he's in. What did, what did you say? You were in your study. Is that what that is? I'm in a study this evening. The, isn't shouldn't a study have some books or something? Yeah, books. Well, we got rid of them. Okay, it's a very interesting room. Uh, Choo Choo Stew is taking us around the world in his house. He really is. And, and, and who, who is that lovely lady up top there in, in the picture beside the telescope? I think it's a telescope. I don't know what it is. Oh, I don't know. Where would that be up there? I can't see where I'm... It's probably my daughter. That's not your daughter, is it? Okay. Is it? I can't see that far. Oh, well, no, that's my son, that is. Okay. Very interesting room, Stu. Uh, the study tonight, folks. Choo Choo Stew, live from the study. Uh, Big B, I got to ask you, because I, I, I saw a few posts about that as well, and I'm, I'm a little curious. Um, what the fuck was that guy doing? He was suction cups uh, or... Oh, Jesus Christ. It is one of those fucking uh, self-righteous, look-at-me fucking assholes that, that just want to, you know... Uh, get all the spotlight on them and fuck everybody else around them because it was right in the middle of fucking rush hour traffic in Manhattan. It always is, right? That that that's your pet peeve is that he oh. he he stopped you from getting home from your Wednesday night pizza. 
fucking, you know what? I hope his family gets a fucking flesh-eating disease. I hope he, <laughs> I hope he fucking gets burned in a fire but survives, has to go through fucking months of skin grafts, gets a fucking infection and gangrene, loses a limb, then recovers, and as he's waddling past the fucking Trump Tower, somebody drops a penny and it embeds itself in its skull, and then he fucking dies. That fucking asshole. <laughs> I hope his family gets flesh-eating disease. Well, this is how we like to uh, greet you on the show, kids. I fucking hate people like him. <laughs> He's trying to entertain people. It's oh, what the, the second or the biggest city in the United States. It's you know. He's being a fucking asshole. I'm going to take suction cups and climb a building, and everybody's going to look at me. Look at me. I want attention. I'm a fucking attention whore. You fucking asshole. So he, he wasn't. He wasn't a window cleaner, or uh... oh, he was a fucking attention whore. Okay. That's all. Don't he... hold back on your feelings. Let it out. Yeah, let it all out. No, I feel a little reserved tonight. I I should actually let more out. Maybe maybe uh, later on tonight I'll have some of this. And uh, and and uh, then I'll let my true feelings out. Nice. Now that says, Woodford. I can't read. It's glaring. Woodford it's, something. It's Woodford Reserved Double Oaked uh, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Oh my! Sounds good to me. Do a shot. Right now. Do a shot for the people. Yeah. I hope not. And we'll we'll have you do a prank call to a church or something. I do have little plastic shot glasses handy at go. all times. My wife has the cutest ones. They're like neon. I should go grab one later and show you. They're like neon colors. She likes to make like jello shots and shit. Just the smell of this is wonderful. Here we go. We're going to do some uh, double, what is double barrel? Double oaked. Double oaked. It's now, through, what exactly uh, is that? It's filtered through an oak uh, branch? It's it's through two two oak barrels. Oh, so okay. Aged in two separate oaked barrels. Very nice. It should be nice. What so do you have, Choo Choo Stew? All I got, I, I just grabbed like three king cans. I'm, I'm like the broke man's party tonight. Yeah. What is what stew? What do you have? I've just got a just a bottle of beer tonight. Yeah. And yeah. of course, and I've got a coffee as well. All right. Let's How all. How can talk. you drink coffee and beer? That is. Here we go, folks. Down the hatch. It's not even really a shot. He's poured himself like a little, a little, a little bit. Yeah, I could pour more if you really want me to. No, no, we'll we'll start with that. A little bit. Uh, so so let's toast to the fucking attention horse family getting a flesh eating disease. Uh, I'll toast to that. I All will right. toast. Cheers. Is there any way we can get these people to sponsor us since we're drinking their booze on air? I we could try. All right, get me some contact information. I'm getting tired of doing this for free. By the way, folks, we got a a, a Patreon coming soon because season three is coming, and we're going to ask you all for five fucking bucks. <laughs> five bucks and a tomato. Can you imagine? Yes, I know. I have lots of tomatoes. I have more tomatoes, and and uh, to be honest with you, I haven't been really. I'm not like Choo Choo Stew. I haven't been out there, you know, uh, miracle growing and 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 and, and you know, trimming it or anything. I just have fucking tomatoes coming out my ass. I got peppers. I got cucumbers. And I'm not a vegetarian, so you know, I, I enjoy a good steak or you know, a fried chicken sandwich or something. Mm. 
So you if anybody wants, if you, put it in the freezer. Well, <laughs> if you send me five bucks, I will mail you a tomato. There you go. That's a good deal. That's a great deal. Send me five bucks. The PayPal is on the web page. Uh, it'll help us with our expenses. We can start mass producing these choo-choo stew collectible mugs. And, um, uh, yeah, I'll send you a fucking tomato. I don't know what kind of shape it'll be in by the time it gets to you. But you can say. Uh, it, My kitchen does looks... Does Sue want a mass What's that? We've got, we've got our own tomatoes. But are they not growing? I don't know if you're having the same heat as us, but they're growing like freaking crazy. And it seemed like I was getting nothing. Then the next day I go out, I get I have 12. I have a family of fucking three. All my neighbors have gardens. Nobody wants the fucking tomatoes. Send me five bucks. I'll give you a tomato. <laughs> tomatoes like the easiest thing to grow ever in anybody's garden. Yes. You just throw it in there, and it grows, and they stink. But you know what? There's nothing better than 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 homegrown fresh vegetables. Well, I I know I'm growing. Uh, I'm actually growing corn outside of my house right now. Corn and tomatoes and peppers. I have never heard of anybody uh, in New York City grow tomatoes or corn. I mean, that takes yeah, a lot well, of room, doesn't it? it? Well, I, I bought one corn plant. Uh, you, I went to Home Depot, and you know, at the, at, in the spring they have you know all the the vegetables the, you, that you can plant for the growing season. So I saw corn. I said, "Fuck it, let's try it." Every year I like try something. Like I think last year I tried to grow watermelons, and one year I tried to grow pumpkins, whatever it was. So I said, "Fuck it, let's try corn." And this motherfucker's growing. That's Good. a that's a whole fucking. It's it's. Got to be over five feet tall right now. Oh bloody hell! Yeah, we've we've got corn on our allotment, but uh, the wife's doing most of that work. So I, I, the last time I saw them, that was about four feet high. Yeah. Now is is the allotment a separate yard? Yeah, it's sort of like a mile down the road from us. You have the weirdest. Um. Home arrangements. So, like, when I buy a house, I look and I go, okay, uh, it's big enough for us. Uh, it has everything we need. Um, it has a, a good-sized yard. I don't call it an yeah. allotment. But you have a separate piece of blank property that you just use as a garden. Yeah, well, what it is, our garden, we've got a trampoline, the pool in there, and... All the, all the sort of everyday stuff, the decking, the chairs. But this allotment, you rent it out. It's like a nominal fee. It's like 40 quid a year, which is nothing. And you get a big 18 metres by 11 metres. I don't know what that is in feet. But uh, you get a big old plot and a big shed there. And so you can go down there. You you can cook there. You've got your own little gas ring and stuff like that. And then you... Uh, You've got your own little your- hideout there. Yeah, I've got a little cave there. So, like like, like yeah, a little... little tr- why don't you do this show from the allotment? I think the Wi-Fi. I think the Wi-Fi. I'll have to... I'll try it next week. He's got He's got his own little house on his land that he rents, aside from the house that he lives in. What, what, what you're not understanding is that the, the, the reason why he doesn't do the show from the allotment is because that's where the bodies are buried. It must be. 
because I, I, under, I understand, like, in a city like New York, a lot of people have uh, condominiums, right? Yeah. And, the, and, and, and it'll be like a public garden where they can grow some basil or whatever. A lot of people in the, in the city do it, like, on the rooftops. They create their own little garden, so everybody in the building goes up and takes care of a little piece of the garden up on the rooftop. Yeah, we, we've got our own committee there and all sorts, like, you know. What, it's, it's like uh, a democratic, what do you got to decide? This year I want to grow broccoli? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, what what like, the fuck you need a committee for? They vote on it. For, uh, all sorts of things. I, as soon as I see anyone from the committee, I go and lock myself in the shed. <laughs> what does the committee do? Do they bring like hoes and rakes and? Uh... Oh, that you wouldn't believe the sort of rules and regulations. Like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. You got to move this, move that, cut the grass, and they're always on everyone's backs. Like, you know, so I, I sort of tend to go there early in the morning or late at night. But you, but but you're paying for this. And, yeah, and yeah. You've, you've got some magistrate yeah. coming along. And saying, you know, your your beans are two inches over the allotted. I tell you, we'd only been on our plot for one day, right? And the guy that runs the allotment, the president or whatever he is, he was really rude to my wife. And she came home sort of, well, almost in tears. She goes, oh, the way he spoke to me, he liked saying more or less that she's stupid. So I went mental. I just got out of bed this Sunday morning. And I went mental, and I've left him all these messages on the phone. I was going to go down there and kill him, like, you know? And it, <laughs> we know and you'll after, do that. We know, we know after, you're capable of, of killing someone. But after I got off the phone, I thought, oh, shit, what have I done? Like, you know, we've only been on there a day. And uh, I demanded that he apologise to my wife and all that. And the funny thing was, is that he did actually apologise, like, for uh, for being cheeky to her. But he's the same to everyone there. It's just the way he is, like, but... Uh, you have, the, you, you have the most fascinating country. I, 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 again, I'm here in Canada, folks, and I, I, I just I don't find it strange. There's nothing so weird about it. But I, don't you find it fascinating their culture, Big B? It, it, it I love the history of of uh, uh, that country. Just, just the, the from. From uh, the like the 1800s on, the history of that country is is quite uh, quite amazing. All I got to tell you though is, if I had to uh, travel a mile to go cultivate my tomatoes, <laughs> I don't think I'd fucking bother. They'd rot, and you know they'd be crow's feed or whatever. <clears throat> well, what it is there's there's very long waiting lists for these allotments. There's several around us. We've got. Probably we passed three other allotments to get to our one, but uh, that's where we got a place that came up, so we just grabbed it. And uh, there's people that travel like five, six miles to go there, so uh, why not? You know, it's a it's a little it's a little bit of like what do you what do you do in what do you do in the winter? Do you like build an ice rink or? Uh, we you go and dig it over and all that, didn't you? Before uh, I think. Before the end of October or something like that, you have to go and dig it all over so that, for whatever reason, I don't know, so I'll just winter, dig it over. So you don't grow, like, any Christmas trees or anything like that? So no, you, you, I think she, she's growing flowers and winter vegetables and all sorts of stuff like, like that, but pumpkins on there and squash. 
Now, now, I, and I'm sorry, folks. I, I know, I, I know, we usually bore the shit out of you for the. First this is half. like a gardening show this week. Yeah, we, we usually bore the shit out of you for the first half hour. We're either we're either cursing the American government, or tonight we're talking about growing plants. But uh, let's, for instance, say uh, a Mrs. Chu uh, has a three rows of, of vegetables uh, on the allotment. Now, is anybody go and 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 pick your avocados or whatever? Like, or, or how do you guys keep track of your inventory? Is it well, patrolled? There's a, there's a sign on the way in, and it says, "Please do not steal other people's uh, produce." Which you wouldn't think you'd need that, really, would you? Now, now, do you, you do, know, do you need now? But there's a lot of freaking like you've been telling us. That there's there's a a real invasion of foreign countries coming through. So do you like have to get in with a a security card? Is it is it locked or can uh, any yeah, Syrian chain uh, chain and padlock? But so no, not, not every not every Syrian or refugee can hop the fence and 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 go get themselves some some lettuce. No, no, it, it's all it's, it's pretty secure. But to be honest, it wouldn't take much to break in. And friends of ours, uh, a few weeks. Got their shed broken into, and uh, their cultivating machine or whatever it was got stolen. You know, well, that's that, that's a good point. What stops like the homeless from just invading these yes, allotments? And I'm going to move. I'm going to move to fucking England and stop working. Exactly. Well, if I was ho- if I was homeless, I would. That's where I would go because you got your food there. And there's a shed you can sleep and at night. <laughs> it's not like you're going to check on your green beans at at, at fucking one o'clock in the morning. Exactly. No, it's uh, it's quite honourable there, and people don't really steal too much. You know what? Though, I I have to admit, if that's the biggest problem in England that people are are, are breaking in and robbing allotments, uh, Chicago is probably very jealous of you right now. <laughs> Detroit could only be so lucky. Yes. Oh, Detroit. Fuck, they're trying hard, too. They got a garden growing in the middle of this fucking area where there's no houses. <laughs> yes, uh, D- Detroit looks like World War Three occurred in the city, and in the middle of it, a tiny garden. And they were, they were legitimately, at one point, wanting to build a zombie-themed uh, amusement park, and it would have been awesome. They should have. With the ruins that are in that city, they should. Because, have you ever been to Detroit? Because I'm right across the uh, creek from it. No, I've never been. I've just seen all the pictures I need to see. on the- if, if, if you make one wrong turn, and my wife loves to shop over there, her mm. and her friend, and I'm like, please tell me you have the fucking GPS with you. Because one wrong turn, and it looks like you're in a World War Three Beirut bomb zone. Yeah, it looks like that, that city is a war-torn fucking third world nation that's they, they, what that city looks like they, they don't do anything like in in my town we have some homes that are not occupied i mean the bank takes them over nobody buys them they're not desirable property they're torn down and they become a field which nobody can benefit from a field until somebody decides they want to build it and make an allotment or something. I think I might start a new business here in Canada. The allotment business. Yes. The Canadian allotment business. I like it. But it's the whole of Detroit like that. 
They, but they, 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 well, what they do, Stu, is, well, number one, they don't fix their fucking roads. Like, I, I know we complain how taxed we are here in Canada and whatnot, but, I mean, our roads are smooth. I, I, I don't blow a ball joint every time I turn on the highway. But yeah. um, they, 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 these homes, no one can afford them. They're foreclosed. They have very strict uh, tax rules in the United States, as I'm sure Big B would know. If you're not paying your property taxes, they're going to... They'll seize your home no matter how much fucking equity you got in it. And they, 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 they just leave it. And, mm-hmm. and Stu, I, I, I'm sure you're aware, as most everybody is aware, uh, Detroit was the, the car-making yeah. capital of you know, the world, basically. Yes, exactly, yeah. In my hometown was, uh, was, was the Canadian sister. And we only have a Chrysler here left. We had and a the music town as well, wasn't it? Well, that's uh, Motown. Motown. Yeah, yeah, you know, I yeah. guess uh, you say. There you go. Motown. But when when most of the car businesses left uh, for other countries, you know, um, all those factories became abandoned, and all the people that lived there lost their homes. So nobody ever went in and did anything with those buildings. So, what like homeless took over, gangs took over. And eventually, it is decayed to the point Decay. where it looks like a war zone. Abandoned, yeah. empty yeah. houses with no window. Hey, do me a favor. Everyone listening, uh, take a minute out of your time and Google uh, what once was one of the, I think, well, no, the New Orleans Superdome and the Astrodome were the first two uh, indoor stadiums. But then Detroit, in, in an outskirt, had, had something called the Pontiac Silverdome. Oh, yeah. Google it, how it looks today. It is a fucking mess. Really? I got to look that up. Look it I, up. The, what, anytime says the Pontiac Silverdome, I remember being a kid watching WrestleMania 3. Correct. Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Yes, 93,000 people packed into the Pontiac Silverdome for WrestleMania 3. Yes. I was fortunate enough to see O.J. Simpson, and this record was... Uh, since broken by Walter Payton, and I don't know if anyone else has broken it after. But I saw O.J. Simpson on a Thanksgiving day, because always on uh, on the American Thanksgiving, the, the uh, Lions play at home, and I saw O.J. Simpson break the rushing, single-game rushing record at the Pontiac Silverdome. Wow. It was a beautiful stadium. But Google it. Look at it now. It's a f- um, tear it fucking down. Oh, wow. But these places, these run-down places... You know, they only go down so far, then surely someone will come in and build it up. And, you know, what was used to be a ghost town is suddenly a thriving area that people want to live. So is there no sign of that? Not yet. Uh, apparently Detroit is, you know, bouncing back. But uh... well, they're, they're trying. I think one of the car makers came. I don't remember which one, but one of the car makers came back. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to rebuild the city. Um, well, Ford, uh, the Ford uh, boy owns the Lions. Right. Yeah. So oh, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at pictures of the Silverdome. Jesus Christ. It's, 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 wow. How you can leave that like that. And imagine if kids uh, got inside there. That's amazing. And we're not trying to be a kid-safe show right now. I mean, we're just uh, talking the shit. We're almost time for break. But listen, before we let, let, let's switch real quick. And let's go over. Are you guys watching any of the Olympics? No. Nothing? Yes. I've watched a bit, you know. 
a bit of swimming and a bit of volleyball. That's all I've watched so far. Well, volleyball is something else. I like the beach volleyball. Yeah. I am applying for citizenship uh, to Switzerland. She is the only girl on the beach with boobs. And when she and when she tugs her bra and empties it with sand, it's it's my favorite thing of all. I, I'm I'm cheering for them against Canada, against everyone. I have not watched one bit of the Olympics yet. And I'm not, surprised because you, you you got Michael Phelps. Well, it's oh. not like you know. I'm not doing it on purpose. I just just haven't watched it. I haven't put it on. See, I, I it's on all the time. You know, it's I'm not always watching it, but it's in the background. If we're sitting in the front of the house, we the way our our, our living room is. I don't know if you have a room like that, Stu, uh, but we call it our living room. Our, our rec room is downstairs with the bigger TV, but we have a living. Yeah, we have room a, we have a living room with a, with a TV and a fireplace, and you can see the TV uh, from the from the window if we're all sitting out on the the deck out front. And uh, yeah, you know it. It's amateur athletics. It's fun. Um, thank God the girls uh, dress the way they do. <laughs> so when does ten- when it was tennis uh, become athletics? Well, tennis is uh, athletics. Well, you want to talk about an athletic sport? What about fucking ping pong? Like how 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 do you how do you classify ping pong? How do you classify shooting a rifle wait, wait, as wait. an Olympic sport? Wait, I. I- I got one that I have. I have to ask you, Ken, and I think that trumps everything. How the fuck is curling a sport? Oh, that's a very look. When you yeah, come visit, you got you use a broom. No, but when you come visit, now listen. And it's an old man sport, so you're you're quickly approaching the age uh, where you're going to be able to play it. Uh, you've got to throw that stone. Or slide that stone. Yeah, and let's be clear. You're not throwing anything. You're sliding it on ice. It's well, not the, the most difficult thing. What the fuck are you doing with a ping pong ball? And with, you have to have and-eye coordination to hit a ping pong ball. You're sliding a fucking uh, a polished stone on ice, and somebody with a broom is sweeping in yeah. front of it. Sweep! How is that a fucking sport? Harder! Oh, there's a skill in it. It's very skilled, that is. Faster! <laughs> You're sweeping! <laughs> Come fucking sweep my living room! It's my wife's favorite sweep, isn't it? It's my wife's favorite sport. Oh, my. <laughs> Honey, practice your curling today. Can you please sweep the floor? Oh, my God. Curling is the stupidest thing ever. Faster! Fuck. There's, there, I, you can't even break a sweat doing it. Because you stand know. there, you slide something on you ice. You grab a broom and, and and stand on ice. So I don't know if you skate, but when you're on skates, you have a little bit of grip, right? Yeah. But you're 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 on ice on on on, on shoes, right? And, okay. and 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 you're you're vigorously uh, pounding that broom. And it, I I think we should have Big B do that on air next week for ten minutes straight. I don't have an ice rink next to me. No, but you have a, a floor, and, and I, have, you, I have a carpeted floor. But you might good, and it's a little bit extra um, uh, resistance. And you take that broom, and I want to see how long you can sweep that broom. And Stu and I are going to sit in the background and go a faster. 
but, Harder. But don't do it for Might ten. It takes about six seconds for it to go from your hand to where it winds up. I don't know. What do I know? You know, I think lawn bowling was in the Olympics one point. <laughs> you know, he got to be seventy-five before he can even join a league. <laughs> lawn bowling, and the ball's not even round. It's, a, it's like this. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like a, it's like a football, but you're not throwing it like a football. You you you're rolling it. If you'll excuse me, folks, in about two seconds, I am going to go choke a chihuahua. <laughs> well, we are at break time. We are at break time, so I can go. But, yeah, we need to take a break. When we get back, I do have an Olympic story I wanted to tell you that I thought was really cool about this swimmer guy. And I think everyone will be very happy because uh, we also have some Florida stories. Are we going to get to them? We will get to them. I, I will put we'll them up. We'll find out. We will get to them tonight. I, I, I don't like to make promises, but uh, I think we can find time for it. Anyway, folks, uh, everybody out there that won't send us five bucks for a tomato, we hope your whole family gets flesh-eating disease. Or let me put this a little better. I hope your whole fucking family gets flesh-eating disease. It's tomato. And, and, and what did Big B say? And then I hope you heal. <laughs> oh, that, I, hope the, I hope his family gets the flesh-eating disease. I hope he gets burned in a fire, has to go through months of skin grafts, gets a gangre- gangrene infection, loses a limb, then heals, then waddles past the Trump Tower, somebody drops a penny off the roof, and fucking embeds in his skull, and he dies. Holy fucks. All right, folks, we got to regroup. Um, I got to go grab my rosary and uh, ask for forgiveness. <laughs> You're listening to Cave Crew Radio, which we haven't even said, I don't think. Uh, by the way, every Wednesday night live, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on CaveCrewRadio.com. Uh, we're also replayed on the uh, Podcast Radio Network at 8 p.m. on Saturdays. Um, and we're available iTunes, Stitcher. Just Google it. You'll find us somewhere. And I did finally update the webpage, and all the current shows are on CaveCrewRadio.com as well. But it's summertime. We get a little busy. Just wish flesh-eating disease on me. <laughs> send me five bucks. I'll send you a tomato. Hurry, before they go bad. There you go. I must be able to pack them in, like, uh, dry ice or something. Make it ten bucks. i got to cover the shipping. <laughs> Can't get enough of this? I got great news for you. Come and join us on Facebook. Search Cave Crew Radio. The weirdness, the action, the fun never ends. 24-7, seven days a week. Cave Crew Radio on Facebook. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Cave Crew Radio. Excuse me, bitch. This is Cave Crew Radio. Fuck you. Fuck you back. Fuck you, do. No, fuck you. Fuck to you. Thank you. Please come again. Try to make 
Mr. Summer, Jimmy Buffett. You must know who Jimmy Buffett is, Big B. Big B's not even there. Neither is Choo Choo Stew. I'm I'm alone in the fucking studio. I will tell you, folks, (laughs) I have just killed a chihuahua. I wished upon him and all his future generations flesh-eating disease. I think Big B fell off his chair. No, we can't. I, I mean, yeah, but we. I, well, it'll be captured on YouTube, right? Anyway, and I just had. I just had the president of hey. the allotment calling. He's uh, just text me. He's you listening. Know, I, I was going to say, why don't we get him on air? Is there any? Well, way- it just. It just called. He just texted me. And he said, Is there, "Can I Skype in?" Put him on. Well, I'll. I'll uh, well, I did say to him, "Yes, you can." The president of the allotment. So he's listening to us. He is, indeed. All right, let's get the president of the allotment on the phone, please. If he has a number, I can call. We still have a little bit of Skype credit because of the generous people that sent us five bucks before. He says he's furious. That's all. I, I like it when they get mad. So anyway, uh, back to the Olympics. There was this guy. Uh, he's an American swimmer. Um... Hang on. Hopefully my computer's going to cooperate tonight. We're not going to have crashes. Anyway, there is a there there is a, an American swimmer. I think he's American. Let's Santo Condarelli. That might not be American, Big B. Um no. He is a Canadian swimmer. Ah, there you go. He is not an American swimmer. My apology for misappropriating the news to you good folks out there. Is a polite uh, Canadian. But he's not polite. I guess there's a tradition where before every race, uh, I guess they politely say, he shoots his father the bird. I'm going to shoot you guys all the bird right now on YouTube. And his father shoots it back. I guess when he was a little boy, uh, he used to get frustrated. And his um, his father shot him the finger. And so now, all these years later, uh, him and his father, his father follows him around the world, obviously, because they're in Rio de Janeiro, and he shoots him the finger before he, he, he does his race. Yeah, well, why not? I, it's I, good, isn't it? I kind of think it's cool. Again, but I'm a sports guy. what do the people guy. in the audience do? I, 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 I'm sure somebody is offended by it. You know, you know somebody's going to say, that's not right. There are children watching. They shouldn't be doing that. But I guess what happened is he, he, he shot him the finger. He shot him the finger back. And the kids started winning all these races. Right. So, and, and anybody that plays sports or, or you know, well, you know, uh, uh, DK, you played, uh, you played hockey, you coach hockey. If something works, you do something and you win, you keep doing that. It's, it's uh, what they call superstition. Absolutely. Yeah. I had this shirt. And oh, uh, I think my wife finally threw it away, even years uh, after I had retired, that I had all the players sign. It had everybody's name on and, and Sharpie on it. Never washed. And that was my undershirt that I wore. Uh, as I went on to play a game. And my son, same way, he has certain socks he likes to wear. And, uh, you know. Yeah, I remember uh, playing baseball when I was a kid, and I had this one Don Mattingly shirt. 
that I had to wear underneath my uniform. Every game, I had yes. to wear my Don Mattingly shirt. Uh, well, I've, got, I've got lucky underpants. Lucky underpants. And a certain water bottle. Um, I used to wear them every Saturday night. I've worn them for years now. I've got them framed. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know if you guys <laughs> have, have a game. I want to see it. Go get it. Yeah, go get your framed fucking underwear. I want to right. see it. I can't. They're, they're in the bedroom. <laughs> Fuck sakes. But I know. I, you know what? It's like a kid when they're a baby. They have their favorite blankie. Yep. You know, I understand it. So this story makes sense to me. Um, he said he wasn't uh, actually shooting his father the finger. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was scratching his forehead, and that was his longest finger. And it just became the tradition. So there, but, folks, an Olympic story you're not going to hear anywhere else. But, and, and, it's a, and it's a great thing. You know, it, it, it's something between him and his dad, and it works. It's great. But you know there's going to be somebody that complains because there's kids watching. I don't like that hand gesture. Uh, I shouldn't be subject Probably get to compensation it. as well, won't I? You tell them to fuck off. I'm sure somebody will sue the network. Me, me, me. It's all about me, just like the fucking guy this morning. Well, this afternoon on the fucking Trump Tower. Me, me, me. You should all get fucking flesh-eating diseases. And, 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 and to top it off, to make everything worse, Big B, he is a Canadian. <sighs> That's all right. You know, we wouldn't normally think of things like this. Now, this one's pretty cool. And, and again, I got to give credit uh, to Mrs. B. Mm. We now have, well, we don't, but uh, you do. Uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio, the University of Cincinnati, the nation's first pizza ATM. Yes. We have to investigate this a little bit. That just sounds delicious, doesn't it? And and look, late-night pizza is as much a staple of college life as classes, dorms, and exams. But fresh pizza in the middle of the night, it's not so easy to find, right? Not usually, no. You know, if you've had a few beers, yeah, I don't see why not. It's, doesn't matter. I love those little frozen fucking. Pe- Are you looking at this fucking bitch on the side of the article? I, I've never. She's uglier than Hillary Clinton's daughter. Wait, who? You got to pull up the article. Anyway, I'm, I'm on the article. The the what I have on the side is Phoebe Cates. Well, who's the famous '70s stars who are barely recognizable? I don't know if it's a woman or a man. Uh, I think you have a different I do. Okay. So, yeah, that's a problem. Our advertising is always different. So, anyway. I've just sent you the uh, president's uh, Skype details, by the way. Oh, does he really want to join us? Yes. (laughs) This is the president of the allotment where you hide your bodies. Okay. Let me, me, let's finish off this story for the people because, you know, what they say to me is that, you know, DK, you guys are a lot of fun. But you start on a story and then you ramble off into, like, complete outer limits. So anyway, there's this pizza machine. It's like an, you know, ATM, right, uh, Choo Choo? It's a, it's a bank machine. Oh, we have those here as well. Yes. Last few years. And you can usually get a candy bar or, you know, a toothbrush. or There's all kinds of them, right? But... This is a 24-7 pizza ATM that dispenses fresh pizza, 
Now this, we're going to need to get an engineer to explain this to me. Mm-hmm. Is there a little sort of a little Indian man or a little Italian man or something out the back rolling out is the, somebody, the dough? Yes. Is there a little person, a midget, a someone standing behind there? Because you get a 12-inch pie and it costs you 9 to $10 depending on the toppings. Mm-hmm. It holds 70 pizzas at a time. So if this fucking thing is holding 70 pizzas at a time. They're fresh. Yeah, that's exactly, you know, where I'm going with this. So what if the students are all writing exams or there's a big dorm party and nobody comes for about five, six hours? I wouldn't exactly classify these 70 fucking pizzas as fresh. Now, when you got the munchies, you got the munchies. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But that's that's false advertising. Oh, it sounds nice, though. Yeah, why not? So, but I'm wondering now, and I'm trying to read on here as we talk, but, you know, does somebody come and, and, and place dough down on a, on a metal sheet with some sauce and cheese and it heats up in the background there? Well, well, it says it's, it's uh, the pizza ATM is made by uh, uh, Pauline, P-A-L-I-N-E, which is a French company. It says the dispensers have, lo- have a long history of popularity in Europe. So now I, I defer to Stu. Since he is our European, European expert, our European correspondent. Have you ever heard of Pauline, no. the company that makes pizza? We've got machines for everything. We've got machines for everything. You're, you're, yeah, you're replacing you. people. You're, you're, you're turning into a real-life Doctor Who. <laughs> is that bad? But someone's so, got to so, make. Someone's got to make these fucking pizzas. That the machine ain't doing it itself. But you're you're aware then of these pizza ATMs? Not over here. I only feel saying that. What? What? Okay, let's let's take this a step further. What is the strangest things or some examples that you can give us from ATMs? Because I'm used to buying candy bars, um, you know, toothbrushes, getting money out of them. I've never see, gotten... Th- see, those aren't even ATMs. Those are just vending machines. Okay. ATM. I think I've seen like, French fries coming out of a machine. I, I think I've had coffee, Big B, at the hospital. I've had French fries, and I'm sure like, I've seen burgers out of one as well. Who but, would um, order a fucking but, burger out of a fucking vending machine? Yeah. How was it? you you got to go next week... Go to a vending machine, buy a hamburger, and, and, and bring it on air and, and tell us. And then get one at Burger King as well. We'll reimburse you once I sell a few tomatoes. And um, I want to I wanna know what, what like, I, I just can't imagine this being a fresh pizza. See, Windsor has is, is got a very big Italian community, and we're very well known for our pizza and our panzerottis and... And, and, and we're very picky about where we get our pizza from. Everybody has their favorite, right? I know New York's very famous. There's, there's, there's a dude I interviewed one time that uh, as, as, a, as a pizza tour bus in New York. Oh, I, the, the, the big rivalry is, is New York versus Chicago pizza, which is better. And Chicago I, I, is a, another place where you... So, I mean, I just can't imagine what's coming out of this fucking machine. 
So, so to answer your question, at the very end of the article, I think it's the end. I don't even know. No, it's in the middle. Uh, it says uh, university officials say the quality of the machine-made pizzas will not differ from dining hall pizzas. Uh, they are still hand prepared, hand prepped by staff in the Xavier Dining Hall, which has won two national awards for its food in the past three years. But instead of the pizza being cooked by the staff, is heated by the machine. So the staff uh, prepares the, the pizza. The, they make the pizzas in the, in the kitchen, and the machine heats it. They're selling them for nine dollars a piece. Right. So what we've the got a coffee they, vending machine at work, they're, 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 and. They're, and it's who got, gives a fuck, Stu? We're talking about pizza right now. <laughs> no, but it's got insect. This is relevant. It's got insects in it. It's got, <laughs> it's got uh, mice that sort of run around it. So the hygiene side of it, if no one, well, even if people are using it, there's mice that can get in there. There's bugs. Well, well, wait, wait. I have to, I have to, to, to counter your argument there for a second. Your workplace is very unique because you are underground. Yes. So by nature of being underground, you're more subject to mice and insects, yes. roaches and stuff. My coffee machine ain't, ain't underground. Where Isn't the fuck is it? Work underground? Isn't everything underground? In the, in no, the- it's not. No, no, it's not. It's only part of it is. So wait, so so your office, where wherever you go to... To you know, clock in and take yeah. your breaks and stuff. That's all above ground. It is, yeah. It is. Oh, okay. I didn't know that because everything yeah. here, everything in New York, is the subway system. Everything's below ground. Yeah. No, we've got. I'm sure there's about thirty, forty percent of it is above ground. There's loads of it above different lines above ground. I stand corrected. Then I did not know that. Okay. So, so, so separating ourselves then from the pizza because now I'm interested. What is the strangest thing you found in your coffee? Well, do you know when they sort of like grate a little bit of chocolate or something on your cappuccino? When you get like a number 44 from my machine at work. A number 44. <laughs> it, um, it makes all these funny noises. Like, yeah, it sounds like it's grating metal on top of it. So, uh, it's, a number 44. It's not very <laughs> How many fucking choices do you get in a coffee machine? <laughs> I thought it's like two creams, one sugar, uh, black, uh, just some cream, you know. See, all we have is regular and decaf. That's it. You have to add the sugar and cream and everything on your own. On your own. Keep it on the side at number 44. How many options are there? What if you push the wrong button? <laughs> oh, you're fucked. You have to Shit, start I, again. Pushed, I pushed number 123. I wanted 44. <laughs> Fuck. You got to tell me how many options are on this coffee machine. Well, it's just like you say, coffee like, with with uh, milk, without milk, sugar, extra sugar, extra milk, uh, tomato soup, orange juice, wait, or orange you, squash. Wait, you get, you soup get a tomato soup out of your fucking yeah. coffee but maker. The, the worst thing is if so, if you go and get your coffee and someone's had tomato soup before you, you always get that little taste of sort of tomato soup oh, in your coffee. Jesus well, fuck yes, it pours out of the same fucking orifice. <laughs> I need to save some money and go to London, England on a vacation. Stu, can you do us all a favor? Next time you go into work, can you videotape yourself 
getting coffee out of this machine. Now, you don't even have to visit it yourself. Just the machine itself making the coffee. No, he can do Facebook Live now. He now has the ability uh, to order a number 44 and do Facebook Live. Well, I don't know if he wants to do that at his job, I'm saying. You know, either way, just videotape yourself getting a number 44 and show us the option for tomato soup. Brian, his, his, his boss is a transvestite. Is it really? <laughs> his boss is Caitlyn Jenner. How nice. His boss <laughs> likes to make homosexual innuendos to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he goes under the, the, the disguise of choo-choo stew. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. Where is this Skype? Where am I going to find this guy's... Uh... It's in Facebook Messenger. Oh, it's in Messenger. Okay, let me find it. You guys keep talking. Oh, We're having goodness. a lot of fun here. You've got a, a Facebook Live. Now, this is not work. If you go on Facebook Live, uh, you can get us a hamburger. Um... All I see is the allotment guy wants to chime in. I don't see his contact. It's uh, in the in the message between me uh, oh, us between the, all of us. Okay, hang yeah, on. All of us. The, the last so many, message for all. Why do we have to have so many chats? It's not like we. Okay, what the fuck kind of name is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So so Stu. I don't yep. get how you get tomato soup out of a coffee machine. What other food products do you get out of your coffee machine? Well, I think there's vegetable soup, tomato soup, and the rest of it's tea and coffee. <laughs> and if you pay for it, you can have freshly ground coffee. Where do the crumpets come in? Because I know you have to have tea and crumpets. No, you have to go to the uh, to the chef there, or I say the chef very loosely, but. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so so you can't get crumpets out of a vending machine? Can you get like meat pies and all those other weird? Well, do you know what I had tonight? I was feeling a bit peckish in the uh, in the something. old canteen. I had jerk pork, uh, rice, and coleslaw. Coleslaw. Now, do you make yeah, your coleslaw with vinegar that. or mayonnaise? Uh, the coleslaw mayonnaise. Okay, because no, my wife makes one uh, with mayo. But another friend of mine makes, uh, quite often you'll have it with, not vinegar, but like a, like an Italian dressing inside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta have mayonnaise. Yeah, I'm a mayonnaise fan myself. I put mayonnaise on my hamburgers. All right, I've added my contact, uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> the president of the allotment. Uh, I can't wait to Folks, ask about the bodies. This is going to be a classic. <laughs> Um, in the meantime, I'm going to get thrown off the allotment. <laughs> I, I can't. Why Light is he out. listening to the show? Like, I don't. I have friends in the backyard with my wife right now. They're all the boys are swimming in the pool, and uh, um, they're having a little bit of a pool party back there while I do the show. But wait, I mean, but that's but that's a question. Where you and me are in the same time zone. It's fucking you know four minutes to ten o'clock. Right. It's like three o'clock in the morning yeah. over there. Why is the president of the allotment listening to our show live? Yeah. I think I think he's bugged my house. <laughs> okay, hey, wait a minute. I got him here. Our wheelbarrow might be bugged. I'm, I'm gonna. I, okay, so he's, he's responded to me. We're gonna See, try and uh, add. Uh, we're adding uh, to the group call. We're, oh, and that is go. a. That man looks like a transvestite. Oh Jesus! Look, it comes up on Skype. 
I was going to say, there's no picture coming up. Right. Sure Hello? 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 Can't, uh... I can hear him. I, I heard him say hello, but that was it. Can you hear us? Yeah, who's this? Is this the president of the allotment? Yeah, this is the allotment president. Oh, okay. Um, Stu, I'm going to let you lead this interview because um, I, I really don't know what to ask. Well, I think the president had a gripe uh, about uh, pre- the allotments are only for people that live in apartments. No, 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 no. I heard what you said. What about did I say? The, um, about the contretemps. We're going to need a fucking translator for this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we don't speak... I heard what you said about the incident between you and me on the allotment. Oh, yeah. And well, I was right to, to my, my side of the argument. Uh, so, 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 for, for journalistic sake, <laughs> we heard the one side, now we have to hear the other side. So, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Allotment President. Yes, what, 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 yeah, what should we address you yeah, as? Like, what, what, what should we address you as? Mr. President. Okay, Mr. President, fair enough. Thank you. Go ahead. What What is your side of the story? Well, I believe that um, Stu said that I insulted his wife. And yes. then he phoned me up and came down and gave me a right sorting out and I backed off. Is that correct? Is that correct, Stu? <laughs> Stu, is that correct? Okay. Yep. Cat, yeah, 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 yeah. His tongue. But yes, I can verify. This is very much what he was like in, the, uh, in, in what actually happened. <laughs> let me tell you. So, yes, I might have been a little bit offhand with his wife. I was distracted that day. We were having a big manure delivery coming in. And she didn't often. You know, she's boundary, she's mucking about. I said, all right, love, please, stay on your own side. That, as far as I remember, that was about it. Then I get this phone call from this stew guy who says, right, I'm coming down there to sort you out. You've insulted my wife. No. And then he didn't. I said to him, look, come down then, bring your mates, bring your dinner. By the way, your tomatoes are shit. <laughs> And then he said, well, look, if you listen to my story that I just told on Cave Crew, I very clearly said that it was the first day we were actually on the allotment, so we hadn't grown any tomatoes. By so I said, all right, fair enough. We'll, we'll see about tomatoes. I bet they will be shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, so I, I'm curious, and, 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 and Stu has not been able to answer a lot of my questions about the allotment. You've got to forgive me because I've noticed it's gone very quiet, by the way. I, I'm, I'm from Canada, and, 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 and Big B is from the United States, so we're not familiar with allotments. Right. Uh, never mind, though, but yeah, okay. What is the rules? What do you give? Like, everybody a couple rows? Well, I'll tell you, the main rule, the main rule we stick to, and he's been found out, is that if you've actually got a garden, you can't have an allotment. Because you don't need one. Allotments <laughs> are for people who live in what you would call apartments or 
condos, I don't know what you call them over there. But they, they haven't got a garden. Not for people who, who can't grow tomatoes because they've got a trampoline in the way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like double oh, dipping, right? My decking's going to go where my Brussels sprouts would be. No, you can't have an allotment then. You're out. And let me tell you this. At the next quarterly meeting of the GBAA, GBA. the Great I'm British Allotment Association, is going to be blackballed. He's out. <laughs> so, so we, I heard that uh, that when when the, I guess the inspector comes along, uh, he he locks himself inside his, his shed. I do, I do. That's a, well. This guy's obviously got a bad attitude, and uh, he just needs to sort it out. I mean, slagging down my tomatoes. He slags down my tomatoes before they're even grown. I've got. I've got the best gherkins on the bloody plot there, on the on the whole lot there, you know. Gherkins are very much a different man. I can tell by looking at you, you you're a bad tomato grower. <laughs> you say tomato and I say tomato. <laughs> <laughs> you say tomato and I say this shit is funny. Uh, you uh, now, Mister Mister Allotment President, Allotment Mr. President, President for sure. guy. <laughs> Mr. President, for short, I like that. I, um, um, to to piggyback uh, DK's question before, how do you decide the amount of space a person gets in the allotment? Like, how did you decide how much Stu gets? It's very simple. We allot, and that's where the word allotment comes from. Right. We, and when we say when I say we, I mean I. It's the presidential we. I allot them how much space I want. Um, pretty much, if I like them, I've given them a lot of space. If I don't, they'll get as much space as Stu. So, so you are the land owner then? You, no. You, <laughs> no, I don't own I, the land at all. No, that's the local council. Or really, it's the taxpayer. <clears throat> didn't someone uh, go and tramp? on all your um, fresh produce recently. Someone broke in or something. I have given terrible. up growing produce. Oh, you've given up? Basically, because a lot, it gets trampled quite a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but I will I get thought to that the was bottom really of bad. I'm going to keep yes. an eye out. You know? This sounds like a, uh, like a uh, George Orwell movie. This is, this is all taking a very strange turn. The allotment well, president pay... of the GBAA. <laughs> yeah, the Great British Allotment Association, that's right. Well remembered. And one other thing is, uh, this this Mr. President keeps going on about the size of my shed, that it's sort of two feet too wide or two feet too long, and there's like everyone else has got a six-foot one and we've got an eight-foot one. You know, just mm. deal with it. Deal with it. It pretty yeah. much takes up the whole of your allotment, doesn't it? <laughs> No, Almost as if you, the only reason you got an allotment was to come and sit in your shed. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing a show about a fucking vegetable garden right now. Uh, you were about half an hour ago. Fuck's sakes. We're going to lose every single listener we have. But I, for five bucks, I'll send you a tomato. Um... Well, I could use some because I can't grow my own anymore because they get trampled. So I would also is, like to point is, is, is this out, what by the you way, do? if I may is, have is, the, the floor it, for a moment. Is this what you do for a living? Is this your job? It is, yeah. Someone's got to do it. Someone has got to patrol this allotment and make sure that 
people do what they're supposed to be doing. And are you only patrolling one allotment, or do you have several? No, just the one. Yeah, okay. but he walks around the place like he owns it, you know. He's a, a failed gardener himself, and he walks around there sort of with his cane and and his Wellington boots. and his. That's a walking stick. It's not cane. Well, I would like to be able to cane people, but unfortunately, this day and age... You know, he walks around there shouting yeah, out the old. You're a court of human rights. Have you ever ordered a Can number forty-four from a coffee machine? A forty-four? No, I've never ordered a forty-four. No. What? 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 In, in your experience with vending machines, let's get away from agriculture for a minute here. Okay. In your experience with vending machines in in the metropolitan London uh, area, um, what is the strangest thing you have ever seen served? Uh, from a, a vending machine? Well, I'll be honest with you, not much, because we don't really have them anymore. No, but Stu's telling you know, us they're all over the fucking place. Workplaces. Okay, at some point in this show, Big B, we got to decide who's bullshitting us and who's telling us the truth. Because the allotment president says there is no vending machines, and Stu tells us we can get panties out of them. <laughs> not in not in this country. I once bought a pair of knickers out of a machine on the southern coast of Spain, but that was very much in my youth. I know you can definitely get uh, get panties out of uh, machines in Japan. Well, yeah, but that, that, that's a whole other country, and they don't understand what we say, so we're not directing our audience to them. All right, uh, 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 Mr. President of the Allotment of the GBAA. Have you ever listened to this yeah. show before? What caused you to turn tune into this show? Well, like I, I said, most it's bugged me. It's bugged most by, uh, people at the allotment are over sixty-five and therefore don't sleep very much, and just patrol the internet looking for stuff to listen to. Luckily, one of our allotment members um, heard the show and alerted me to it and wrote everything down so I would know what to um, what to address. So are you going to report, Stu, to the uh, GBAA? Uh... Well, you know it. It's coming up in two weeks' time. And then say goodbye to your shed. You'd have to put it in your garden and stick your trampoline on. Wait, so so what's, what's happening in two weeks? Is this a, a review of allotment rental people? What, what is this? It's a quarterly meeting of the GBAA. As I believe I said earlier, you weren't listening, obviously. This guy is very abrupt, Bigby. He is very, well, he's... he's, he's How do you think I got to become the allotment president? I, I'm, I'm so very used to uh, English people being so polite and... Uh, exactly, yeah, we go there to relax. And, even even uh, when they say fuck you, they say please and thank you. They're, they're, they're worse than Canadians. <laughs> We go there to relax, have a nice time, grow some lovely produce, and we have him walking up and down, checking that your, the borders are straight and stuff like that. It's just, I'm on the verge of uh, telling him to stick it up his ass anyway. I, 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 so I, want, I wait until true. the meeting. What, what it's happens? It's important to get borders straight, otherwise we end up where we are now with the Brexit situation, which, of course, I voted for. Of course you voted for that. I have one more question. <laughs> Has anyone ever tried to grow that wacko tobacco in the allotment? Um, yes, we had one gentleman 
from, uh, I believe he's a West Indian. <laughs> that Ace, and we haven't had anyone like that back. You you banned him immediately. Not on my watch. All right. All right, listen. Uh, Mr. President of the allotment of the GBAA, um, would you like to become a regular contributor on this show? Um, I would do as long as you only talk about my allotment. Yes, that's all we're going to talk I'll about. Be, I'll be honest. I don't really know about much other stuff. I, I, I have about 35 questions written down, but I just don't have the time for it. I want to ask you about, like, scarecrows and, you know, what it takes to upkeep an allotment. I'm sure the people out there would love to fucking hear about it. I right, want, okay, well, yeah. I want to be like, back to talk about allotment stuff. I'll be here. I'm mainly just to tell Stu, let's call energy. Goodbye. All right. We'll talk to you soon, uh, Prez. All right. And with that, good day to you, sirs. And a, yeah, and a good day to seeing you. And a good Thank day you, to you, Lockman President. Your honor. Thank you very much. Good night. God, I hate that man. There you I have it, folks. The, the the president of the allotment of the GBAA. Oh my goodness! Holy shit! <clears throat> if that ain't the strangest interview I ever conducted on a fucking radio show, <laughs> fucking. Folks, I apologize, but if you can't laugh at vegetables, <laughs> he does. He does grow his own vegetables, and I'm going to be there trampling on them again. <clears throat> President of the fucking allotment. That's that. That is a gem. I did not expect that to come up for us uh, tonight, folks. So hopefully, you enjoyed it as much as I did. But I did make you a promise. So tonight, we are going to forego any phone calls. Because we just had our phone call. We are going to go back to a segment that used to be most loved. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Florida. By overwhelming demand. And, 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 and pressure from those loyal listeners That's right. who support us each and every week during the telethons. Let's take a look at a few of these Florida stories. I have one here. Florida woman arrested before giving undercover cop Botox injection. <laughs> nice. A Florida woman was arrested last week by police when they said they took her into custody the night after she loaded up a syringe to give an undercover detective an illegal Botox injection. Gabriella Allegra, 43, met Thursday with an undercover detective posing as a customer at her West Kendall area home. This is from the Miami Herald, by the way, folks. The detective had asked Allegra to fill in the eyebrow area. She prepared the syringe. She had the Botox, or what we believe was Botox. Lord knows what was actually in there. Uh, 
Dade prosecutor told Warneth, told the judge, blah, blah, blah. Uh, once they had the loaded syringe, they took her into custody. Uh, Allegra was charged with practicing health care without a license in illegal possession of a prescription drug. She was already awaiting sentencing on a Medicare fraud scam that she was accused of defrauding the government for more of $700,000. So that's where the story is, because it's the fraud. Over here, we've got people... I could set up uh, a Botox thing in my allotment shed. <laughs> no more fucking <clears throat> allotment. I've had a, I'm gonna, I, I was going to have a, a nice salad when I was done the show, but I've had so much of vegetables, I think I'm going to make some like French fries. I'm going to go try and find an ATM that serves lard. I think the fact is that she was being defraudulent. Uh, defraudulent? Is that a word? But anyway, she was, it was fraud, wasn't it? Well, here's the issue I have. Because she might have been good at it. Well, she might have. Now, I'm not saying you gents are heading out to get yourself some Botox. I wouldn't recommend it. Just fucking put some oil volet on your face or something. But why would you go to someone's house to get a Botox injection? Would you not want to go to a recognized clinic or, or hospital? Well, it depends how much they were charging. I was just going to say, people look for the cheapest way possible to get these things done. And they go to these fucking, you know, uh, Joe's fucking Botox Emporium or whatever it is to fucking get their shit done. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go under the bridge because I can save 20 bucks and let someone inject my butt with fucking what they call Botox, which might be West Nile disease for all I know. Yeah, there was there was a story a while ago where, where some fucking dumb bitch went and got a, wanted to get one of those fake asses. So she went to like, she went to Enrique's on the corner and fucking got a fake ass and then got an infection and fucking almost lost her legs. There's a woman who wanted a fake ass. Yep, I know a lot of women. Yeah, well, loads of them do it, don't they? They want they want to look like J Lo. Ah, fuck! I don't understand any of this shit. But still, how many times has she used the needle? It's like, I, I don't know. It's like going for a tattoo. You know what I mean? I don't know. You're saying that about tattoos. When I went to someone's house. Maybe if it's a good, dear friend. Well, that's where, he, that's where his business was, upstairs in the back room. He was a, quite a famous uh, tattooist. Well, if he's, if he's famous and made a name for himself, and you see him opening a brand new needle, yeah, fine. yeah. I mean, it was quite good until his eyes started going. But and he, and he wears rubber gloves, and uh... yeah, exactly. And I think it's the same with Botox. If they're good at it, it's not a problem. But see, I was, personally never had the uh, urge to um, go get Botox. You know, break. I don't know. The past government. Can, can you inject Botox in your penis? Yes. I mean, maybe. I guess you can. I mean, maybe. You might, might want to. It might end up a bit lumpy. 
Well, yeah, if you go to the fucking woman's house who's fucking holding a loaded syringe and uh, 700000 in, 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 in a Medicare fraud. Okay, next story. This one I find pretty entertaining, too. Um, uh, go ahead. Okay, I, I, have, I have one of them that I pulled up that I would like to read. Yes, absolutely. Um, it is a Lake Worth man who was arrested Thursday after Palm Beach Sheriff's deputies said he intently stalked a woman by sending pizza and fireworks to her house and also making a customized parking sign at her job. What the fucking pizza and fireworks? And then made a parking sign. <laughs> uh, Gregory Narcisse. What did the parking sign say? You need I to. Don't know. <laughs> uh, Gregory Narcisse, twenty-eight, faces charges of aggravated stalking and cyber stalking, and was ordered to be held on twelve thousand dollars bail Friday. Uh, on Friday, uh, Nar- Narcisse has posted bond since. Uh, according to Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office, Narcisse has been harassing a West Palm Beach woman since 2013. The victim st- uh, started to report the incident in May 2013 when he sent pictures of his genitals to her, to her Facebook account. Excellent. And sent her text messages of a sexual nature. We call that a dick pic. A dick pic. That's yes. right. Uh, in October 2015, the victim reported that Narcisse made her a parking sign at her job, which stated, parking for, the victim's name, in quotes, uh, Diamond Princess only. All others will be crushed and melted by Greg. Oh, my God. That, that's almost as bad as I hope his family gets the flesh-eating disease. <laughs> Holy shit. Are people getting... What is wrong with everybody? <laughs> we'll be crushed and melted. Will be crushed and melted. That's right. I'm making a note of that, too. Uh, the victim also said Narcisse ordered a pizza to her house and sent a box of fireworks with a card that stated how pretty she was in her pink top. Her pink what? Uh, top. Or pink top. Okay. Narcisse continuously sent the victim more than 500 text messages, which were recovered by police. He is scheduled to return to court on September 6th. Pizza and fireworks. Pizza and fireworks, and you will all be crushed and melted. And melted in your own personal parking sign. You can't get much more romantic than that. There's nothing says romance like like a parking sign. Yes. This is, spot is reserved for Princess blah, blah, blah. Anyone else that parks here will be crushed and melted. And I wonder if he hid in the bush. Did he hide in the bush, like the, the, the to monitor the parking spot, just to watch to make sure nobody was parking there? And what would what would happen if somebody did park there? How would he crush and melt them? You know, we just and this is the beauty of of internet radio and podcasting. You just have to let your imagination uh, roll with it. That is true. Hopefully, this man's in jail now, is he? Remember, he also had fireworks. So. Yes. I found pizza and fireworks a very strange combination. I, I would I would think pizza and Pepsi or, or, or no, put pizza and fireworks, yeah. uh, flowers and chocolates. He yeah. is not in jail. He posted uh, twelve thousand dollars bail, uh, so he is out free and he is due back in court on September sixth. 
Now, before we go to the next question, I I have a question of everyone. Yes. These people do this, these, 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 these horrendous things that we read about each and every week and we hear about on other shows and on the news and on Good Morning America. They're always allowed to post bail. Yes. So basically what you're saying is, is, and I don't think $12,000 is a lot because is it not true in the States you only need 10%? I wouldn't know. (laughs) I've never committed a crime where I sent fireworks and pizza to people. So You've never made a parking sign. I've never made a parking sign, no. So I, I couldn't tell you if 10% was it or not. All right, I have, I, I have one more. I, I, this one kind of made me chuckle, uh, too. Let's uh, switch over to this story. And again, all in the spirit of this damn uh, Pokemon Go, which my kid is now playing and, and bugging me to hotspot his phone uh, so he can search further or fucking Pikachu, or whoever the hell they're trying to to find. But in Florida, apparently a woman drove teens to shoot BBs at a homeless man. Nice. Well, when you got nothing else to do. Very creative. Uh, A Florida woman was arrested Sunday and accused of driving her three sons uh, by a homeless man and allow- allowing them to shoot BB guns at him. Can you imagine they're driving him past and they're can we have another go, Mum? And she goes up, turns around, comes back again. Sure, let's let's park across the street and <laughs> fire fucking BB gun at the four fucking homeless guy. Suppose I didn't run him over as well. And and catch her name, right? Amina Al Zayat. Ah, yes. I wonder who she's affiliated with. Mm, she was practicing for the real deal. Yeah. She was driving her three sons around in the in D- land about 1 a.m. in the morning. That's a good parent. Um, when police said she let them open fire on a homeless man with their airsoft guns. Uh, Travis Smith initially told police he was shot, but didn't want to press charges. However, the boys returned 20 minutes later and opened fire again. It is now 1.20 a.m. in the morning. This woman is 36. Her kids can't be much more than teenagers. When officers arrived... Oh, shit. Skipped too fast on me. Hang on a minute. Uh, When officers arrived, Smith pointed out the car that Alziat was driving... Uh, There was two replicas of an M4 assault rifle that were found in the vehicle. Um, The only way you can tell a real steel firearm from an airsoft gun is the blazing orange tip and the BBs that fire when you pull the trigger, the officer told the station. Elzaia told police that the homeless that homeless people have been digging through trash cans and dust collectors at their business, and that one of her sons told her that they could shoot at the people with their airsoft guns. Smith said they started talking mean and vulgar things to me before they started firing. Elzaia's husband told police that the boys started to fire before she could stop them. Elzaia faces charges of aggravated battery. 
contributing to delinquency of a minor and child neglect. It's unclear whether her sons face any charges. Well, my question is, how does she face child neglect charges? The children were with her. She didn't. Well, you, 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 you're still neglecting them. them. You know, but you're still neglecting them. If, 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 if my boy comes to me right now and says, Dad, I, I want to go across the street and throw rocks at Mr. Jones's window uh, uh-huh. because he was rude, and I, and I accompany him, then that technically must be child, child neglect. It's up to us to be the adults. Well, no, neglect means to basically uh, leave alone, not pay any attention to, uh, and so forth. So, so if your son or my son uh, asked for help in something and we never bothered with them, we didn't provide any food for them or clothing for them, left them up to their own devices so we could go out and... I don't know, fucking go to strip clubs, whatever. That would be child neglect. Agree. But I also think if you're, it is our job as, 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 as role models, as silly and stupid uh, as we act on this show, that when it comes to our children, we have to guide them into making the proper decisions. And I think, but I'm not absolutely sure because I don't live in Florida, but firing an M4 BB gun at a homeless guy is probably not a good example to develop them into well-behaved adults. And I I agree with you 100%. Making poor decisions does not mean child neglect. Child neglect. Your children were with you. You advised them very poorly and you know made very, very poor decisions with your children. That's not child neglect. And it's basically poor parenting. Poor parenting, yes. I would, and you know what? I'll have to retract. I, I think I agree with you. What it would be with always abiding to a crime for a minor. Yes, contributing to a delinquency of a minor, aggravated battery, a hundred percent, you know, accurate. Child neglect that you can't charge that. El Zayat needs to be crushed and melted by Greg. Exactly. It's just terrible. All right. Oh, my God, look what time it is. We didn't get the, the, well, we had the fucking allotment manager on, and he kind of... Uh, he has prepared a written statement, but I'll have to forward it on to you. Yeah, forward it to me. I, I have no time for him. Very eloquent speaking guy for a farmer with no fucking teeth and a pitchfork. Or what do you call it, a walking stick? A walking stick. I think this time, guys, uh, we have a lot of material. Before we go to naming the show, we are now going to turn our camera to Queen New York, and we're going to ask Big B uh, to drink another sip of the Double Oak Bourbon. And we're going to reach out to these guys, folks. Let me me bring this up to the camera. I will send them a tomato. So I am drinking the Woodford Reserve Double Oak Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey. It looks as full as when you started. Bourbon whiskey. It well, I just as... I just bought the bottle the other day, so. I know, but you, I thought you'd be drinking it during the show, like. Well, I was. I had my my Guinness blonde. Oh, that Guinness! What is the blonde like? I've been wondering about trying that. It's because all right. Guinness it's... is known as a heavy, dark beer. Yeah, no, it's definitely not heavy. It's 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 like uh, it's like a just a regular lager. It's like not. 
Not okay. anything, you know, heavier. You can you could you could drink a couple of them and still be fine. Okay, I'm gonna have to try it. Guinness Blonde, everyone. So, yeah, yeah. I've that. In which we have not received five bucks from either company. And we'll send tomatoes. I'm going yes. to pour another shot. Okay, here we go. If you're watching on CCR TV over on YouTube, uh, Big B has poured himself a shot. And let's, let's see. Let's see if he chokes at all. This is a little bit bigger <laughs> shot too. Your whiskey comes with a cork. Well, look at this, Stu. A it's, screw tap. It's, it's a, even a, got a, a screw tap. It it's looks a, lovely. This is premium stuff, folks. This is this is high quality whiskey. That is good stuff. What's the name of it again? I want to write it down for our show notes. Is, okay, so so officially the name is uh, Lab Labrat and Graham L A B R O T and Graham Woodford Reserve. And there are different versions of that. This one is the highest uh, version, uh, the double oaked. O A K E D. You must have been really good to your wife this week. She allowed you to uh, get a really, really good bottle of whiskey. Get a binge on that. Does she? Because uh, she doesn't drink that with you, does she? No, no. no. Are you going to share that with the boys on Metal Thunder Radio? Uh, we did this past Monday. Okay. We took a shot. That was that. I cracked it open this past Monday. Okay. Let's do the shot so we can carry on here. I need to eat dinner still. Cheers to everybody. Cheers to the allotment president. Yes. May you all get flesh-eating disease and be crushed and melted. By Greg. By Greg. I keep forgetting Done. Greg. Is that his name, Greg? Greg, yes. Okay. So you got a better memory than me. That's why we keep you around, Big B. No, I just wrote it down. <laughs> you didn't even flinch when you when you took that. That must be very must smooth. Be smooth huh? No, it, it is ridiculously smooth. It's really, really good. Okay. Because, you know, usually when I do a shot, I kind of shake my head a little bit. Yeah, there's there's a little burn to it, but not, not well, man, it's really good. Not much. Folks, Lebrot and Graham, Woodford Reserve. But you got to make sure you get the double oak filter. Yes, they, they, what, I, what I saw in the store, there were three versions of, you know, the, the lower, the middle, and the, the upper. I bought the upper, the double oaked Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. You didn't get that out of an ATM, did you? I did not. I walked into an actual, actual store, store. Okay. and bought it with actual money. Interacted like normal humans. Like a person. I went in there like a person, put it on the counter, and was charged and handed over currency for it. Said please and thank you. Exactly. Okay. Tonight, we're going to, uh, well, let's go to the chat room. I don't know. Uh, there's a bunch in there. So let's, uh, does anybody have a name? For tonight's show, we'll give you a few minutes. We'll chat for a few seconds. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll all gather around the ATM and uh, and wait for you to uh, respond to us if anyone out there has one. And uh, let's go over to to uh, London, England. What do you have jotted down tonight, Stu? Well, I've, tonight I've got bad tomatoes and a number forty-four. Oh, I like that. I didn't even think of that one. Bad. Now, is there a different... Here's my question. If this does indeed qualify for the name of the show, is there a different way of spelling uh, uh, tomatoes than tomato? No, it's, it's spelled the same. It's just you don't say it correctly. Well, uh, that's, <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be reserved for another show. Yeah, well... Um, 
Uncle Albert has one in the chat room, but we only have so many characters that we can place in the title. Um, oh, no, he has, oh, he has three. He says, uh, choking the chihuahua, stew and president giving the finger, $5 t- tomato and allotment, and stew and the flesh-eating disease. It's really nice how the listeners always pin you uh, to all these awful, <laughs> terrible things, Stu. I know you yeah. think you're. I know you think you're a hot shot on Twitter, but uh, all right, Big B, what do you say? I had a number forty-four flesh-eating disease. Okay, so we're back to the number forty-four. Um. Man, I don't know what to call on this. See, this is getting harder and harder for me. Once you've done about 500 episodes, <laughs> you start to uh, run out of ideas. But I also uh, had down um, uh, GBAA bans bad tomatoes with a number 44, which is not as good as, as what everyone else has, has suggested. So let's review this one more time. Or, or, or wait, can I throw one more in? Yeah, of course you can. Up? Then it just makes it harder to make a fucking choice at the end of the show. Why not? Uh, I would say a number 44 crushed and melted by Greg. Yeah, that's good, too. Please vote in the chat room. Help us out a little bit here. Um, bad tomatoes in a number 44. Crushed. I think that rolls off the tongue a bit better. Yeah. A number 44 and crushed and melted by Greg. And what was the other one? Well, I had uh, a number 44 crushed and melted by Greg okay. and a number 44 flesh-eating disease. Flesh-eating disease. Okay. I got it. All right. We need some help here, folks. Um, all right. Place your votes. London. I would go with bad tomatoes and a number 44. It kind of it rolls off your tongue, doesn't it? I might support you on this one. Let me see what Brian says first. Um, I do like uh, a number 44 crushed and melted by Greg, but uh, uh, bad tomatoes and a number 44 does roll off your tongue. I, I got, I, I just, I may have oh, to Oh, no, and then we got a tie. We got number 44 crushed, crushed by Greg. See, this is fucking ridiculous. No, but I, but I, I number, uh, 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 Bad tomatoes and a number forty-four does roll off your tongue. All right. So I, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Stu. All right, we'll, 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 we'll let Stu win this week, folks. It's going to be bad tomo- tomatoes. I don't know how I don't know how in writing I will portray that. We got you. Got to try to phonetically spell that. Should I should I like put two two T's? Uh, t- uh, no, put it T O M A H. Tomatoes. Okay, gotcha. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. So, T-O-M-A-H-T-O. H-E-S. H-O-E-S. There you go. Tomatoes. All right. And then all our critics are going to think that I don't know how to spell when I'm doing the show notes. Hi, kids. You got your Florida tonight. I think we had some fun. Um, I'm going to go... over to my allotment and get something for a salad right now, I think. All right, uh, Metal Thunder Radio is on when? Tomorrow night? 
Uh, we're live every Monday night uh, right here on Cape Cod Radio from 9 to 11 uh, uh, Eastern Time. And we are on 102.7 WSNR uh, every Thursday night at 10 p.m. At 10 p.m. So if you miss the show, just like us, we're live. And uh, for fuck's sakes, if I didn't switch that blue button over, we're in trouble. But anyway, we'll catch you next week. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!